previously on whose dice are these anyway so nico the genie turns to you welcome sleigh dogs i have a job for you you see a figure who is clearly too tall for the door frame i am rolf so you guys are on the roof and there is your old nemesis a hole eventually you get to a fork in the road like a t intersection to the right is a hallway that you guys can see. You can tell there's plants growing kind of all over the hallway. All of a sudden, one of the pe- two people that is with Rolf just starts screaming. And you look over and the other brigade member is just sitting in a corner like laughing. I can take them back to the intersection and catch up with you. A large chamber, there's a giant plant in the middle. An unusual weapon. Would that include like a flamethrower? Blue spores basically shoot into the room. Kathy, you're no longer in this room. What is, th- is Kathy's worst nightmare? Gonzo, you're you're no longer in this fight, and you're living the best day of your life. In reality, Jacques, you're alone with this plant monster, and we'll see you next week. Welcome to Whose Dice Are These Anyway, an actual play podcast where the stories are made up and the rules barely matter. I'm Patrick. I'm Weston. I'm Mason. And I'm Matt. And this is Whose Dice Are These Anyway. All right, we're back in the heart of it, fighting a giant plant monster. Kathy's insane. Gonzo's insane. Jacques, the only sane one left. That's a sad world to live in. I know. It I was doesn't say, bode it's well much for you. On par for <laughs> every other episode. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Even Gonzo's like crazy, <laughs> trippy dream is still just like a really nice, peaceful. World <laughs> thing. It's still about food. It's all the same. Yeah, I'm just having a great day. That's right. All right, you're all just doing as you're told and. <laughs> That's the main thing, is he's in charge and you want to. Yes, Chef. Gonzo's real vice is control. Mm-hmm. That was, a, <laughs> We're just that was the mystery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Food never talks back, he says every time he chops <laughs> an ingredient. Yeah, nice. Whatever yeah. meat he's using, he's just like, I'm going to call you Jacques. And then he mm-hmm. like... <laughs> Just pulls out the cleaver and goes to town. All right. Uh, Jacques, your friends seem out of it. You're standing there with your flamethrower, staring down this alien plant monster beast thing. What do you do? I mean, how far away am I from this, like, main beast plant thing? Uh, You're probably, I don't know. 100 feet? 100 feet. All right. Uh, I don't know what the effective range of a flamethrower is in this world. I don't know what it is in the real world, so... Uh, maybe maybe like 30 feet. Okay. 45 feet, maybe. But I'm going to go into flamethrower range. Okay. And I'm going to attack this thing. Now, I know we've done this in the past. Is there any particular part of this thing you're aiming for, or are you just trying to hit any part of this plant? 
Well, I, I think I would go for the obvious big orange bulb. Okay. Obvious, you know, different than everything else. But, sure. But since I'm at range, I'm going to say it's still hunt again. Sure. And I am going to... No, that's two actions. I'm going to stick with what I'm doing right now. I'm going to do the flamethrower thing. Okay. Uh, I believe the last time you used your flamethrower, we said it was risky for great effect. And that is going to be the case again. Okay. We'll go with that. And let's see. Risky. Great effect. No bonus dice. Oh, there's a six. Nice. Okay. Uh, so you blast it. And you hit that central orange thing orange orange bulb and it like it's been doing like kind of job of the hut talk to you uh this whole right. time but now it's like it's like <laughs> like it just shrieks uh and kind of screams and like these basically as the flame falls back after you've blasted it vines and plants kind of surround the orange bulb giving it kind of like some layer of protection Okay. And all of a sudden, like, it just starts swinging uh, vines at you. But they seem, the vines seem, it's almost like it can't really see you very well. Because a lot of them aren't even getting really close. You don't have to do much to dodge these. Uh, some of them, you don't have to do anything to dodge them. They're not, they're not hitting in your space. Okay. That's good. Maybe I made some headway there. Yeah. You definitely feel like you, you hit it really in a good, in a good spot to hit it. Nice. Uh, Gonzo and Kathy, you can give me resolve checks, but no bonus dice. Uh, just whatever your resolve is. Kathy got a four. And I also got a four. Okay. Your dreams don't end, but you are on it. Like if we were to say that you had a clock, you have filled in some success ticks for <laughs> getting out of your dreamlike state. You guys like, <laughs> I just have to stick with gonzos for a minute like you're preparing you know for dinner service uh you've gone and talked to the mayor personally obviously <laughs> like you do and you just feel like it's like the the restaurant starts to shake the chandeliers the glass all has that like like there's an earthquake going on almost as if giant vines were slamming all around you in the real world uh but you're not you're not out of the dream yet it but you something feels a little off and he knows that same thing with you Kathy you are you know trying to convince people that you're Kathy Legs Hipburn and you're an important and valued member of this society and despite every time they're just like whatever lady like you also start to feel the tremors and the shakes and you're like again it's almost you're starting to feel like maybe this isn't Something's off. Something's not right in these in these dreams. Something's starting to tingle in my my big strong chef back. That's right. You remember? Yeah. All of a sudden, <laughs> I'll save that for a minute. Uh, Jacques, is, what do you want to do now? Well, I feel like that had some effect, so I would like to uh, try to attack it again. But I see that the the vines have sort of shrouded. The main bulb, is that correct? Uh-huh. I am going to break out a stick of dynamite, and I'm going to try to toss it in where those vines are that are covering up the big orange bulb. Okay. And hopefully break them up. 
I don't know. I don't know how vine monsters work, but I'm going <laughs> to go with that. <laughs> sure. So you're just throwing this dynamite hoping. I am going to try to target specifically like, right. you know, that, uh, that area of the, the vines. Okay. So what I'm going to say is this is going to be desperate for Ooh. great effect because basically there's all these other vines and things in the way, like. So the potential for this thing to get knocked somewhere else is pretty high. But if you are able to get this dynamite close enough to this bulb when it goes off, you know it has an adverse reaction to fire. You know, it doesn't take a genius to say adding concussive force to that will also be helpful. So that's that's the, the situation you're in. That sounds great. Oh, I got a six. Damn. Uh, nice. Don't forget to mark XP. And Ah, crap. I already forgot. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you you blow the, like, basically the, the tree, uh, or not tree, the, like, plant growth that has, like, covered up the bulb is blasted away, and it hits the, the bulb partially, and you can see, like, and it's now, like, leaking fluid. It's Ooh. It's messed up. Uh, this it's just enraged, but it also sounds kind of weaker. Everyone, give me a resolve, and Jacques yours is with an, a bonus die, as more okay. of this this like it's the all of the spores it has. It's pumping into this room in one last desperate attempt to not go down. Kathy got a six. Ooh, I uh, didn't this time. Gonzo got a six. Okay, so perfect. The reverse, right? Kathy and Gonzo. Kathy, how do you? How would your nightmare end? What would cause you to snap out of it? Like realize that this is over, or isn't real? I think it like the the hallucination is like physically battered away by the vine sweeping in. Oh, nice. Okay, so yeah, you're just maybe hit with some vines, and it's like you're suddenly back in the room. You realize that was just a horrible nightmare. And that's over. Gonzo, I just have to have this scene, if you'll indulge me. But you're standing there in your crisp white chef's jacket. And all of a sudden, your mauled back like starts to bleed. And you remember like your actual wounds. And you're like, I'm not a chef. Like, and you look <laughs> over. And, wow. And, well, you're not a professional chef. And... Yeah, like similarly, like you're snapped out of it and you realize where you are and what's going on. And uh Jacques, what is your happy time memory? I like you are you're suddenly not in the room. What's happening for you? So I think for Jacques, he's like on a big open meadow with uh big mountains in the distance, and he just has like long Fabio hair now. And he's just riding a horse. Sure. And uh, yeah, that's his jam. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You're just galloping through the meadow. I just imagine in in the real life, you've got your arms spread out like you're riding a horse. (laughs) But everyone's just looking at you with their flamethrower on your back, just arms wide. I'm just going like this. Sure. Yeah, just waving like you're (laughs) spurring the horse on. Uh, And... So yeah, you guys, uh, you guys realize you were hallucinating, and just a quick glance tells you that Jacques is currently now probably hallucinating. 
as this monster is looking pretty messed up. Either one of you can do something. I think I'm gonna... Since I saw the good that the little bulb smashing did on the eye, then I'm gonna... I'm gonna run up and try to smash uh, the big eye. Okay. This is gonna be risky standard. Run up the vines and smash it with the five. Dang, there's a lot of ones in that dice pool. But, <laughs> <laughs> but one of them is a five, and that's what matters. That's right. So with a five, you are successfully able to... You're trying to smash the, the big bulb with your hammer. That's mm-hmm. the goal. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, you smash the big bulb with your hammer... And yeah, it it like pops kind of uh, as you just like smash through it. It just like, like all this goo and everything kind of falls all over the place. And uh, the consequence is you realize that this plant creature kind of was like it had plant growth going up to the ceiling and then back down to the to the ground. And the bulb was kind of in the middle. And when you pop that bulb and it like becomes disconnected when you land on the ground the ground beneath all three of you just kind of like gives way and you guys start falling a bit you're not going to take like a a harm per se because of the way that this kind of collapses but like this plant was holding this room kind of in position the way it was and so its death creates a collapse and you fall down uh, another level uh, into this facility Unless you want to resist that happening, but that's the consequence that I'm throwing out. Uh, no, I don't really want to resist it. Cool. Uh, so you guys all kind of crash down. Uh, again, no harm from this, but uh, you are you're down a floor, at least one floor from where you were, as you like you and all the plant debris fall down into this lower area, and uh, down here the when the like the dust settles and Jacques, you're now like out of your your uh your horse ride gets cut short as you sud- <laughs> suddenly fall um and maybe for a split second you think like you and the horse have jumped or something and you feel the falling but then it like goes on too long and you like snap out of it and realize what's actually happening and uh you guys are are crashed down on this lower floor and there are now emergency lights wherever you are now. Nice. Which is good for you in terms of light, but as you recall uh, from previous uh, Ancient One exploration, emergency lights usually mean something super serious is is down here. Right. And yeah, just a bunch of plant debris and all that. Uh, and that's where you find yourselves. I'd like to gather up as much of the uh, like hallucinogenic spores as I can that are left maybe one of the bulbs or some goop something because if there's anything i've learned in my time it's that people will pay big money for mind-altering effects whether it's positive or negative (laughs) okay uh how would you like to go about doing this um can i just say i have like some kind of like like test tubes or something in my gear or loadout 
I'll hand you some of the blue cap vials that we never filled. <laughs> sure. <laughs> From all the way back then, you've just been. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. you never went and talked to that lady again. Uh, so never sure. got ten of them. Mm-hmm. I think you have like four vials, maybe or three or four left that aren't that weren't filled up. I Sounds can't remember, right. but uh, me either. Sure, you can just uh, scoop scoop stuff into scoop these vials. the goop. You scoop the goop. Um, the goop is no longer orange, though. The goop is now like a, a dark red as you scoop it in. Just FYI. Once the bulb smashed, everything kind of changed its color. Hmm. And you are now in this like collapsed. Well, it's like, yeah, collapsed room slash hallway situation. You can see you can see lights going further in. And you also see a green triangle is painted on the walls every so often, like in front of doors and stuff. There's just a green triangle painted on uh not and by painted on i just mean like it's on the wall it seems like it's there purposely no one this isn't like a graffiti or recent edition this is just a symbol on these doors i guess i'll follow there does it point to a door or point down the hallway no it's like it's like if you walk down the hallway a couple steps there's a door and on that door there's a green triangle painted on it Ah. equilateral triangle Almost like the, you know, Delta Illuminati. symbol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just the words. We can't read them, but they say reduce, reuse, recycle. <laughs> right. Does the hallway go in both directions? Uh, it's possible that the hallway did at one time go in both directions, but the collapse from the plant level has made it. So it's just the the way in front of you is open. Okay, then I guess we go that way. Makes sense. It's that yes. or climb back up out uh, the hole you just fell through. No, we don't fuck with holes like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, holes are not our bag, man. <laughs> it's going to be the downfall yep. of the sleigh dogs. Yeah, we'll, fall we'll fuck a up a giant plant velociraptor monster, but we don't sure. mess with holes. Yeah, we'll fuck <laughs> up a giant velociraptor <laughs> beak I'm, plant. I'm sorry, who just took care of the plant monster? Okay, you get the plant monster. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. But... I don't think holes are our bag. I agree with Gonzo 100%. We should walk on level ground as long as possible. It is my absolute favorite thing about this monster hunting crew is that you can go toe-to-toe with any monster, but God forbid it's not a paved road. Like, (laughs) (laughs) We are monster hunters. We're We're not not ditch diggers. We're not spelunkers or whatever. Right, yeah. Uh, anyway, so you guys go down the hall and do you try any of these doors? These doors are the sliding doors that you've encountered in other, uh, in other ancient one facilities, but they don't seem like they, you can tell that the sliding doors, but they're not automatic. If you walk in front of them, they don't open on their own. Do they have any like keypads or anything on the side? Yep. It looks like there's a keypad in front of every door. Hmm. I spell out mocha on the keypad. Uh, okay. Uh, give me a luck roll. Just give me a d6. <laughs> That's a one. Mm-hmm. That's a one. Uh, that does not open that door. Mm, okay. I look at Kathy. I'm like, mocha didn't work. Did you spell it correctly? Oh, possible that I didn't spell it correctly. 
I can't. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, do you want to try to get into this room, or are you moving on? No, that was gimmicky. I was moving on. <laughs> okay. Uh, you just keep going down the hallway, and uh, there just keeps being doors with uh, green triangles on them. And eventually you get to, like, the end of the hall, and there's just two, like, this is a bigger version of this. It's two doors, double doors, that are, like, spaceship levels of, like, it's sealed up tight. There's, you know, the door that, like, Qui-Gon Jinn has to use his lightsaber to get through at the beginning of Phantom Menace. Like, these are intense, heavy-duty blaster door kind of deal at the end of this hall. Again, giant or, yeah, just a green triangle painted on it. Friend. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens. Is there still a so keypad by these doors? Yep. Well, thank goodness I have no points in Tinker. I have some points in Tinker, I think, guys. I do. I have two. Two pips in Tinker. You also, uh, as you guys are like thinking about what to do here, you hear something from the like a door back down the hall and to the left. Uh, you hear like something fall in that room and like clatters to the ground. In the room, like beyond the door. Beyond the door. Ah, do you want to try to tinker with it? Yeah, and then if Let's... not, I can smash it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are Malachi. you doing this to the room you just heard a noise from, or the door, the giant door in front of you? Oh, I'm sorry, I misunderstood. The so where's the where did we hear a noise from? Different room. Back and like if you if this were a hallway that I'm describing, you've reached the end of the hallway. There's these giant blaster doors. Mm-hmm. The door behind you to the left now. You hear a noise coming from the other side of that door. Oh. All the doors have keypads. I think we should check the one where we heard the noise. Yeah, I feel like it's Rolf. Could be. Or it could be another monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to try way. to tinker with the keypad. Okay. Um, is this just like controlled standard? Yes, it's controlled for standard effect. You're tinkering, you're trying to bust into this. Got a five. Uh, that's a five. So the door does slide open, but it the consequence is it kind of makes a loud noise as it, you know, like, I don't know. It doesn't depressurize. That's stupid. But it makes a, a noise <laughs> as it moves. Maybe there's something resting on the door that now, like, breaks as it slides open. And you look inside, and there is a there's a man in a white lab coat standing there. But he's like... He doesn't look good. He looks kind of blue. And on from the back of his head, you can see there is some sort of... It almost looks like a leech, but it's like pale. It's all white, and it's like attached to the back side of his head. And his eyes are like all bloodshot, and like blood is running down his his cheeks. And he just it kind of herky-jerk looks at you and is like... You are who who are get out of my lab as he starts speaking in he started sounding like he was speaking ancient one and then he has transitioned into your language. What the fuck? 
Get out of here, fellow scientists. This is my lab, and I don't need you in here. Go away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, the head office sent us to uh, tell you it's time for lunch. Uh, no, I just ate a big bowl of chili. <laughs> I don't like this ratatouille shit. <laughs> oh, that's great. We'd love some chili. I ate it all. Sorry. Num num in my tum tum. Get out of my lab. The, <laughs> I mean, leech, like... the leech is like pulsing. Like it's just working really hard to come up with good, good excuses to get you out of here. Oh my god. What do I see in the lab? Um, that's a good, that's a good, thank you for drawing your attention. Um, as you're, like, standing there long enough, you realize that, like, this does look like a normal lab, except for the giant, there's, like, a large cocoon-looking thing in the back corner that's, like, just dangling from the ceiling, and just kind of all this goo and, for lack of a better word, eggshells kind of around, and it's, like, please leave, but leave the door open. I will go to lunch when I am hungry, when the chili has exited my bowels. Goodbye. Good talk, buddy. (laughs) He just stares at you. Uh, I say we leave and close the door behind us. Yeah, don't tell him that, though. (laughs) Alright, see you later. Goodbye now, friends. He starts walking towards you. Wait, Goodbye. you stay you there as well. And then we shut the door. How do you shut the door? Uh, I go on the other side and try to take her with the pad again to make sure it can't be opened. Okay. Do I need to roll tinker again? Yes, you do. Okay. Then I will do that. Come on, skills. Don't fail me now. Ugh. Well, I got a four. I think it's still a success. That is a success with a consequence. Uh, the consequence is he sees you starting to tinker with this, and he's like, No, no, leave the door open. I said leave the door open. Uh, and he's going to jump, again, superhuman feet, and jump through the door and get out as you as the door slides shut, and his legs are going to be kind of like pinned in it. Like, he doesn't quite get all the way out. Uh, so he's like stuck and like on the ground. He's like, "Open the door, friends. I I want to go have lunch now. I've I'm done with the chili. But go away. Open the door and go away." Uh, I think I gotta smash him with a hammer. Does, uh, he, have he... A, does he have a badge on him anywhere on his lab lab coat? He sure does. Uh, I'm gonna snag that before it gets smashed by the hammer. Okay, uh, we're going to resolve these. Who wants to go first? I get, I re- uh, you can I go really, first. Yeah, I really want to get it before he <laughs> smashes it. Okay, uh, so, yeah, some things are all happening all at once. <laughs> Gonzo's definitely hefting the hammer. <laughs> that that tips off uh, Jacques, and he's like, I better grab this before this gets destroyed. But the monster also sees it, and like his eyes change from like... <laughs> I mean, they were always bloody and messed up, but now it's clear his expression is like, oh, we're fighting. Like, he's done pretend. Like, it didn't work. My <laughs> ruse was discovered. So, do, 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 real quick. Jacques, Gonzo, and I are all rolling a d6. Okay. Just and a I, plain d6? Just a plain d6. Damn it. Well, I guess I don't know what it means yet, but I got a one. Solid. So did I. Okay. 
that's totally fine because uh it just you guys get to pick the order in which your two are going but i the monster's gonna go before you i need a insight like resistance roll from everyone real quick as you feel uh something hitting your brains real real hard i got a five Ugh, got a four i got a two uh kathy you are blind right now uh you can't see and that's how like you have a headache that's just like that bad gonzo so put level two harm blind on your sheet and gonzo and Jacques, you have success with the consequence you guys are going to have level one headaches so just put a headache in your level one harm okay or you can put persistent headache because i know if i just write headache you're gonna be like four months from now like <laughs> headaches go away on their own. <laughs> yeah and obviously anyone can resist this if they so desire oh yeah i want to resist this okay can i use prowess nope my it's physical insight. might I got a two. Okay, so take four stress. So I'm at my limit. Exactly. Then you're out of the score. Okay, that was a really bad headache. Mm -hmm. I will also attempt to resist. Okay. Uh, You take two stress. And you are not blind. I'm just going to say you push through this and are like, no, no, no. It's not the and first time I've dealt with a migraine hangover before. <laughs> sure. All right. All right. So that happens. It is Jacques go. Okay. So when he does this, Gonzo kind of, what happens to him? Uh, Gonzo, do you want to be unconscious or just like kind of like a vegetable till the end of this? Like, <laughs> and by that, I mean like, I'm willing to say that you can like walk yourself around, but you're just not going to participate. It's like something in your brain broke. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay, so he just like drops the hammer. He's just like, or and then he maybe he picks it up and like slides it back in his slot. But something happened to him. He's just done fighting. Okay. Hmm. I have no pips in finesse, which I believe is what I need to try to pick a pocket. What if I'm just trying to outright do it and not even hide it? Again, it's up to you. So it's however you, you tell me what you're trying to do and how, and we'll figure it out. But like you could, you could fight him and say like I just grab it and yank it right off, and that could be skirmish yeah. or something. Or you know, I think I am. I'm just gonna like stomp my boot on his chest and try to rip this badge off his lab coat. Okay. Then yeah, you can skirmish for that or some other kind of physical fighting. No, skirmish is fine. It okay, makes the most sense. Uh, risky standard again. Yep. Ooh, got a five at least. Okay, uh, you get the the badge, no problem. And uh, the consequence is that this leech thing has a little tentacle is going to come out from its side and wrap around your leg as you're like stepping on its chest. Okay. Is that my bruised shin or my other one? Uh, let's say your other one. Oh, I'm going to save that one. 
Um, <laughs> doesn't really matter, but I mean, whatever, <laughs> sure. Uh, I don't know yeah. what your stress is at, but if you want to resist, that's fine. But just I can't. Even... Oh, okay. Uh, I only have four stress left. Yeah. Okay. I and I've been rolling like crap. I will just accept that there's a tentacle wrapped around my leg. I suppose. Sure. Kathy, is there anything you'd like to do? Yeah, I'd like to uh, try and pull the leech off his head. Okay. I'm thinking, like, while he's tussling with Jacques, I just want to kind of go in and, you know, as if I were picking his pocket, but I'm picking his head, finesse the leech off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Uh, l- risky for standard. Okay. That's a six. There's a six. Uh, you nice. you do. You pull this leech out, and it is super fucking gross. As, and you realize it has all these tentacles that were, like, in the guy. Uh, but you pull him off, and now they're all just kind of, like, waving around underneath it. The body just goes immediately limp and has nothing going on. But the leech is still very much alive. Uh, and it starts kind of thrashing around in your hand. And some of the tentacles kind of try to wrap around your arm. But you get a pretty good idea that like this thing either needs to pick you or Jacques because it needs a host sooner rather than later. Sure. Can I try talking to it as well? Since it seems to have understood language before. Sure. Um, be like, look, you scrammy little piece of shit. Uh, I think you can see the writings on the wall at this point. Uh, we've removed you from this host and I would happily put you back on it so you don't die like the shriveled turd you are. But... Uh, or we can just kill you, but I would rather us have a discussion and figure out what exactly you're doing down here and why, and if we could perhaps help one another. And I'm going to see if it, like, starts seeming less aggro, and if it does, I'll, like, put it back on the dead body, or, you know, the previous host body. Okay. Uh... I would be happy to roll something if you would like. Yeah, why don't you roll something for me, see how this goes. I think I'm attempting to sway this. Sure. This is, you're kind of giving a long talk here, so I'm going to say this is risky still for standard effect. Okay. That is another six. That's a six. So you spell it out, like, calm down and I'll put you back. So the tentacles, I mean, there's still some movement because it's like, it can't just stop moving, but like, it will slow down. It lets go of Jacques. Are you putting it back? or are you Yeah, just... then I'll put it back on the the scientist's body. Okay, uh, you do, and the body, like, it takes a minute, or not a minute, but it takes a second or two of, like, figuring, it starts spasming around, and then it's like, open the door, open the door, let my leg go, open the door. <laughs> Does that give Jacques <laughs> enough time to pull the badge off? <laughs> Jacques has the badge. Okay, good. You said we would talk. Open the door so I can talk. I am in so much pain. <laughs> can i i would like to to see if it actually is in that much pain like if this is a, a bluff of some kind i mean the legs looking messed up okay <laughs> but like this creature had like tentacles connecting to this thing so like is it actually in pain versus is the host body's leg just fucked up I mean, okay, you know this is a body of an ancient one that hasn't decomposed fully, like, but it is pretty, like, it's kind of like a zombie-looking situation. It's keeping it alive somehow. The science or magic of it all doesn't, isn't clear to you, but, like, 
he's saying he's in pain. You look at the leg, it looks super messed up. It's not a stretch to think that this is the truth. It doesn't have to be the truth, but like, there's no way for you to know. Sure. Just like if I say I stubbed my toe and it hurt really bad, like. Right, but I could at least tell how be... well you're acting. Sure. I. <laughs> I'm telling you, you don't know. You can't okay. know for sure. He seems like he's in genuine pain. What do you think, Jacques? I don't know if I can actually open the door again. That's <laughs> 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 fair. That's a fair point. Um, I can try. I think first we should ask. I, I'll just straight up ask it. Like, what are you doing down here? Like, what's your deal? I am escaping my prison. Eons uh, ago, my people came to from down the hall. An axe buries itself <laughs> into this creature, and it squeak, squeals. It dies, and uh, down the hallway walks walks Rolf. He's oh, like, God. "Oh, I got up with you. I save you from this monster." He pulls his axe out. He's mm-hmm. like, "You're very welcome." What's wrong with Gonzo? <laughs> he like waves in front of he waves his hand in front of Gonzo's face. Uh, we're not even really sure, Rolf. Yeah, honestly, honest. I didn't even notice Gonzo was behaving differently than normal. <laughs> I think Con- Rolf narrows his eyes at you, Kathy. <laughs> this is now the second or third time you've said something weird about either Gonzo or him being like and he's just like Oh, uh, anyway, I don't know. I wish we had some some red juice to cure of my people, but uh, alas, the red juice plant that I passed in the hallway, someone already got it all. So, some red juice? Red juice. You know. The Obviously healing, we don't. The healing medicine. Mm. You, you don't have red juice south of the Frostlands? Like, is that like a V8? or? Right, yes. Ah, yeah, we've got that stuff. Mm-hmm. The, uh, Victor and his seven brothers create red juice drink, V8. Mm-hmm. Very good. <laughs> Excellent in the Bloody Mary. Tell Victor him, and his seven brothers. <laughs> so should we take some of that shit and put it in Gonzo's mouth? <laughs> I wouldn't you- put shit in his mouth, but if you have some of the red juice, yes, I would put that in there. Chuck just rolls his eyes like, yeah, all right, Rolf, all right. Some of that stuff you took from earlier, Kathy? I mean, sure, if you think this is the stuff that you're talking about, I'll hand him one of the vials. Hopefully Rolf knows. Uh, Rolf looks at it, and then he shakes it up and unstops it and pours it down Gonzo's throat. Gonzo, erase, yeah, erase all your stress, take okay. a trauma. And you're back in the score. Oh, nice. <laughs> What's my Whether trauma? you want it to be or not. <laughs> <laughs> Is the trauma from the juice or from the effect that he was just like almost <laughs> zombified by this? I think it's from being saved by Rolf. I think yeah, that's that could be it. Tra- Rolf is leading the group now. Um, okay. Look, can I, says, can I think me, about look it? Look at me. I'm Gonzo now. <laughs> I'm the rap Damn. man now. Yeah. Uh can you think about it? Uh you've got about 
till the next scene to have thought it like yeah you need to pick kind of soon okay yeah i'll i just need a couple minutes to think about it that's fine but okay my stress is all gone so he's like so uh unfortunately uh the two other members of my of the brigade they perish mm. the the monsters from the the other hallway they come and they attack when they were still cuckoo for cocoa puffs and uh medical term mm-hmm. and uh, right, right. i fight them off but they they drive them away i assume they're dead i'm pretty sure Unless I die, and then they'll definitely be there to collect their half of the reward. Sure. What were your what were your uh, favorite memories of those people that you were with? Mm. The friends that you had that you spent decades with, I'm certain. Yes, yes. No, they they were relatively new members of the brigade, but I have so many, so many great memories. Campfire, where you guys make fun of them. Oh, what a good time with them too. And then earlier when we did the cartwheels together that was pretty dope but uh and then like then their deaths that's pretty it's seared in my memory pretty 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 for sure as one of your favorite things about them yeah they kind of died in a cool way Mm -hmm. uh one got ripped in half one got ripped in half uh obi-wan hot dog variant Mm -hmm. way nice I've never seen that. I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Gonzo does it. It's all the pretty time. cool, yeah. Uh, our friend Gonzo. You know done the it. hot dog variant? You must teach me. <laughs> He's talking to you, Gonzo. <laughs> um <laughs> like, Gonzo, I, get... I, I gave you red juice. Are you not healed? So Gonzo snaps out of it. He's like what? Um his trauma is haunted and he was just had an episode uh, that he's snapped out of thinking about bad memories of the Obi-Wan hot dog variant. Okay. <laughs> so haunted is my trauma. Excellent. Uh, make sure to play that up for XP. Love a good opportunity for some XP. My name is Frost. <laughs> Background. Silver nails. Right. Yes. <laughs> You're nailing it. Padoons. Anyway, yep. uh he's like, Yes, you must teach me the hot dog fair. That's why I got I used to uh fight with just a club, but then I heard about the variant and I got an axe. But I haven't been able to do it. He gets sad. Mm-hmm. I'm haunted. And by again this their names, your friends. Oh, you know. <laughs> you, you know I do. Yes. We all remember them equally in our right. own way. Uh, speaking the names of the dead just brings up bad memories in my culture, and mm-hmm. so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Gonzo, is that is that true? Gonzo and I aren't from the same tribe. Once again, <laughs> really weird assumptions you make, Kathy. Damn, I was going to agree with you, bro. I thought I had your back on this. Oh, so his tribe does the same thing. <laughs> uh-huh. I just don't make assumptions. Sure. You're not racist. Right. They got we're, it. We're a tolerant people. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Anyway, 
what are we dealing with here other than this monster I killed for you? Yeah, thanks for that, Rolf. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like we got a lot of locked doors with these magic boxes that if you push the right buttons, makes it open. And I think maybe if we use this special card that was on the monster's coat, it might get us into some of these doors. But I don't know that for sure. I haven't tried it yet. Yes, I'm no I'm no tinkerer, so I don't know. But uh, that sounds like it's possible. Sure, why not? Yeah. Is there a door nearby I can just try that on? I mean, the next closest door is the big blast door thing. Well, shit, we'll try it on that. Okay. Uh, you swipe the card, and a light, a green light turns on, and you hear this one does kind of depressurize, and the doors Sweet. slide uh, apart, and there's like it's almost like dry ice kind of deal, like the like that white smoke kind of like floats out of this room as the doors part and. You see, there are uh, seven large, they look like tubes filled with liquid, kind of hanging from the ceiling, and there are, uh, cords isn't the right word, but like, almost like pipes or something that are connected to those that run down and kind of all loop back into this central pedestal, and in that pedestal, you see what was described to you as the magic key that you're looking for. It's this red uh, kind of weird shaped uh, thing. And it's just like sitting halfway inserted into the pedestal. And it's just there. Rolf was like, holy shit. That was a good, <laughs> good use of that key card thing. Or what? That? I don't know why I called it that. Uh, it seems like a good name though. We should start that. We should. We should. It is a card that also is key to room. Excellent card. Um, these tubes and pipes and things—do they look anything like where we found that, like cyborg lady? A little. Ah, balls. So if we pull this key, we risk letting out seven of those things. I mean, you don't see anything in the tube. The tubes just have like opaque liquid in. Them. Oh, we can see through the liquid. Well, it no, because it's opaque. Like you. You but I mean, we don't see. It, but a you can see, yeah, you don't see a figure in them. Uh, sure. per Plus, se, that but. woman was totally in love with me, so it's really not a bad idea to just. If more of them exist, I don't see a problem. Yeah, good call, Kathy. This Let's go Vic- try to get that Victor and his seven brothers. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go try to get. Well, that there's only seven tubes here, so key. Victor can't be here, or one of his brothers is missing. <laughs> Do we? Does it look like? Is it just like I could just walk down there and grab this thing, or does it look like there's like blinking lights and does it look like trap central in there? Or? No, it just looks like you could walk in and get it. I'm gonna walk down there. Okay. Well, Jacques is anyway. Um, yeah. Walk- uh, Rolf will walk alongside you as far as you want him to. Like. Okay. Um. Anyone else going in? Sure. Yes. Okay. Everyone goes in. And uh, are you going and grabbing the key? Sure. Okay. Uh, It won't pull up, but you can, you feel like if you turned it, you could 
get it out. I'll turn it. It turns <laughs> and like clicks into place. And you feel like you could just pull it right out. I'll pull it out. And the pedestal like depresses a little bit and the lights like turn off uh, away from it and everything just like all the lights just turn off in the room except for like the emergency light at the exit. And yeah, you're just standing there. Sweet. Nothing tried to kill us. That was pretty good. Yeah, Rolf is like, yeah, I I kind of thought something else would happen. This seemed a little anticlimactic. <laughs> and then there is a loud thump on the glass <laughs> as a tentacle like slams into it. And I need resolve checks or resistances from all of you. All right. It's a five from Kathy. Oh, six on shock. Bam, bam. Okay. Rolf just straight up faints. He collapses and is unconscious. Kathy, you are like, you feel yourself temporarily can't move, but you are still conscious. And the same is true for Gonzo and uh, Jacques. Oh, you guys got sixes, so you guys can still move, but you are, yeah, so you guys are fine, because you've fully passed. Um, Kathy, do you want to resist that, or are you willing to accept this current state? That I can't move? Yes. That seems pretty detrimental. It does, <laughs> but I also don't know what your stress situation is. I have three stress currently, um, so I will attempt to resist it. Okay. Does that resolve? It would be, yes. That's a six. You take no stress, and you awesome. can uh, you feel yourself being able to move. Um, and the, the glass tubes shatter, and these seven figures, one after the other, like fall to the ground. And then they kind of straighten up, and they are all like over seven feet tall. So oh, my God. These things are yep. huge. And you, they're like... A lot of them are very tentacly. These things look like fucking monsters from outer space. And they're making noises like noises. But in your head, you can actually hear them like kind of talking to each other. And it's like one after the another says like a part of a sentence or like maybe a sentence before the next one like picks it up. And they're just like tricked and deceived. Let us be about our work, only to lull us into complacency. Trapped force forever, but not anymore. We finish our work. The elder gods await. What of them? And they each, they all turn and look at uh, the three of you. And then one of them strides forward and is like, you can have Boone for releasing us, little ones. Turn away and let us pass, and we will pretend you were not here. I don't think we even have a choice. Um, Kathy's already turned away. <laughs> She's like... Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I take one look at him and I just go... Nope. Turn around and look away. Yeah. Um. If you when you guys all three turn away, like 
it feels like no time has passed, uh, but you know somehow that you're alone in this room. Oh. They're gone. How is Rolf doing? Rolf wakes up immediately. In fact, that's probably the thing that cues you in that you're no longer (laughs) in this room with them is Rolf's just like, what happened? Why am I on the ground? You fainted. What? Uh, No, I would never. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, Rolf. It just happened. Yep. Happens to the best of us, bud. Well, not the best of us, but it happens to some people. (laughs) Not the best of us, but some people, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, Do we still have key? Uh, Do I? Yeah. I look at it and go, yeah, we got the key. Mission accomplished. Great. (laughs) I don't know what fresh hell we've released onto this earth, but... Hey, not our problem. Nope. (laughs) Yet. (laughs) Yeah, it's not your problem. You only live here. I mean, it's job security, if nothing else. Right. Somebody will hire us to take these things down when we're a different tier. But I'm not fighting seven tentacle monsters for nothing. Oh, That ain't the way Kathy rolls. That ain't good business. That's a bad decision. That's the motto has always been slay dogs don't work for free. I think you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go see Nico the Gene. It's where that phrase that dog don't hunt comes from. It's that slay dog don't hunt. It's right. It's that dog won't hunt unless you pay it. The slay dog (laughs) hunt. Only when we're paid to. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. The whole thing is on the back of our business card. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah. lengthy diet drive. <laughs> entire, yeah. Okay, uh, you guys... Uh, you guys can make your way back out just the way you came. Um, with relative... I'm not, uh, as much as it would th- delight me to watch Gonzo pass out again from all the stress you would take trying to get out of every hole that you got yourselves into, you guys are able to get out of uh, area 51 with uh, relative ease and yeah we're gonna just fast forward to the kind of final scene here as we move into downtime and we start off downtime as always with you getting paid for your work and you guys show up uh, at the uh, Bellagio Bellagio as you're rolling up, though, uh, you hear a familiar voice in the streets. Hey, my sleigh dogs! Where, oh, what's God. up? Is it Trev? Hello, Trev. Trev. What up, Trev? Hey, oh, Trev. it's been so long. And he, like, fist bumps, or goes to fist bump Gonzo and, like, bows to Kathy like he did and, like, hug uh, Jacques, and he's just like, Oh man, I just got out of the desert from this great retreat, centering myself, realigning my chakras. Uh, it's been freaking wonderful. I'm so excited to be back in town. And what are the odds that I would run into you? I'm pretty good. We're we're from here, Trev. Right, and you know we're very right, well known. But, like I thought you guys were going to do the harpy hunt, and like last time I saw you, you're heading up to the old. Uh, Old Shimmer Ma. Weren't you the person who referred us to this other job? Yeah, dude, I'm positive we saw you when we were just here in town. What do you mean when you were just here in town? I've been in the desert for weeks. Trev, how stoned are you right now? Right. 
medium. Oh, just medium? <laughs> no. That's like low for oh, you. Right. Wait. Uh, is Ralph still with us? Yeah. Does he think this is strange? Well, he doesn't know Trev. Well, everybody no. knows Trev. He That's true. Actually, uh, when Trev sees Rolf, he's like, oh, if it isn't my old nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> and, Rolf, and Rolf looks and he's like, I fucking hate you, Trev, and I will <laughs> never forgive you for the crimes you committed. What the fuck is going Jacques on just, here? Jacques just goes, ooh. Hmm. And Trev's like, Get out of here, Rolf. Take your take your two bit uh brigade whole energy and get out of here. I gotta talk to my dogs. Roof, roof. Uh Rolf is just like I'll, I'll wait over here. And he just kinda goes off and gives you guys some space to talk to Trev. He's like, Yeah, you better run. Get out okay, of here. Chill, Trev. Right, chill. Settle down, Trev. What are you guys doing with that punk? You set us up on a job. That included him and uh, a couple of other brigade members. The Harpy Hunt was... you. Got, did you guys get talked into Harpy Hunting with the brigade? The Harpy Hunt is everyone for themselves. No, man. I'm talking about another job after the Harpy Hunt. The Harpy Hunt was weeks ago. Do you know... Uh, right. You know a genie named uh, R- Nico? Nico? A genie named Nico? Now who's high? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm medium high. but it's, Sure, you know, right. right. <laughs> Now he fist bumps you. Right. Now, hang on. We know Jock always rose heavy, so. That's true. <laughs> He's like, guys, I have not seen you since I sent you up north. Like, I've been out in the desert centering my chakras. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, we got to go talk to a guy, Trev. All right. Well, hit me up when you're done. All right, and make I'll, sure I'll you're not with that asshole. House. He points at Rolf. <laughs> <laughs> I love this little interchange. Can we go up and check the room where Nico was living? Mm-hmm. So you go up into the Bellagio, and mm-hmm. just like I described before, everything, every other floor of this abandoned uh, hotel looks like an abandoned fucking hotel. It looks awful. <laughs> um, and you get to the room that he was in, that suite, and you open the doors, and it's also a shitty <laughs> abandoned hotel still. With two piles of coin on a table with a note that says for the sleigh dogs and for the brigade. And it's got your four coin for you guys and four coin for uh, Rolf, who he takes his. I get it now. So we got screwed, guys. They just, somebody wanted to get in there and release these seven, whatever the fucks, uh, Velocipuses. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well,. At least we get paid. So we should have known genies weren't real. I know. (laughs) I think the problem was he was real, and he fucked us. So as you're saying all this, the scene cuts away. If this were a TV show, you guys would be saying all this, like you know. And we cut to a large city uh, with a river running through the middle of it, green pastures rolling all around this huge city, and in the middle center point of this city is a giant cathedral looking structure and we see a figure walking along the streets and as he gets closer to the the church he passes behind like a pillar and when he comes out the other side he now looks like a guard that's like a a holy knight standing uh that are similarly dressed to the ones standing in front of this church 
And as he walks up to them and past them, he salutes and makes his way through the giant double doors of this cathedral. And as he passes by another pillar, uh, he goes through as the the holy knight and then emerges on the other side as a priest in uh, an old priest in robes. And he's making his way now through other parts of the cathedral, nodding to other priests as he gets deeper and deeper into the more uh, sacred and uh, secret parts of this building. And you start to hear, again, if this were a movie, you'd hear this voice kind of overlaid this scene of this being shape-changing as they're moving through this this building. And you hear the conversation. They're like, Holy Mother, please. They have insulted our faith. They have dis- uh, they have defamed one of our priestesses, said she was a were-creature, said she was an unholy lycanthrope. The sleigh dogs must answer for their crimes. And you hear an older voice say, Now, Rebecca, please calm down. I promise you, I will deal with the sleigh dogs. And we cut back to the angrier voice, and she says, I swore that they would feel the wrath of this church. If we don't do anything, then we are going to be made fools of in front of the entire world. They must be held responsible, or I'm going to do something drastic. And uh, the older woman says, that's enough. I said I would deal with it, and I will. You're dismissed. And then we see her kind of walking along the the corridor, and as she's reaching her chamber, we see the figure that was uh, shape-changing into various... People slip in to the hall behind her, and she opens the door, and he kind of hurries along silently, slipping in just as she like kind of pushes the door closed without looking. Uh, he slips into the room, and she goes over to a lamp and rubs it, and she's like, Genie, I have my third wish. And he changes in front of us now for the first time into the Nico that you remember, the red-skinned monster with the tusks going in either direction. He says, Ah, yes, what is your third wish, then? And she says, I wish for the destruction of the sleigh dogs. And I don't just mean them dead. I mean their reputation dragged through the mud. I don't want them ever to recover from what you do to them. And he pauses for a moment, and you see him kind of thinking, and you can hear the exact moment of you lifting that key out of the slot, and he says, Your wish has been granted. And that's the season finale. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Glad you liked it. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. Oh, Oh, Uh, Slay dogs are in trouble, y'all. <sighs> I think well, we're fine. I think we're fine. <laughs> yeah, hey. we've been in we've been in worse situations. Yeah, mm-hmm. shenanigans are shenanigans. We'll just keep on tracking. Yeah, we'll just keep on shenaniganing. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'd appreciate it if you could take a minute to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on Twitter at Who's Dice or at whose dice are these anyway at gmail.com. Thanks again. We'll see you next week.